Hey everyone, it's Todd. And before we get started, I kind of owe you an apology. I'm about to do part two of the Solopreneur podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago. So we're not in order. <laughs> we did part one and then we did a nice interview for the next podcast. And now we're coming back to part two. So sorry for any inconvenience, but let's uh, go ahead and get started. Learn to make money online the right way. You're listening to the Create Profits Online Podcast with the dude that puts more glide in your stride, more pep in your step. And if you don't dig this mess, you got the wrong damn address. From the back of the shack, getting down to the nitty gritty in the big city, here's your host, Todd Snively. And he's looking damn pretty. Let's go. That's right. Let's go. And I'm not feeling damn pretty right now. I'll tell you that much. I am back in Las Vegas having uh, the time of my life. I love my Las Vegas home. And we stayed out kind of late last night when I had a friend wanted to go down to Fremont Street. And if you've ever been on Fremont Street, it's more like Freakmont Street. <laughs> And some really cool stuff down there. But let's get to it. Let's get back to our series on being a solopreneur and how to be a successful solopreneur. And we're up to the point where I want to talk about staying productive. We finished the last part talking about the time management tools. Once you have all of your time management tools in place, you're going to want to actually stay productive. Now, have you heard this? I think it's a Newton's Law. An object at rest stays at rest. And an object in motion stays in motion. Ah, very famous Newton's physics law. Well, guess what? It can also be applied to motivation. When you're productive, it's much easier to stay productive. And when you're not completing tasks, it's much harder to start again. Now, there's plenty of ways that you can stay productive. And while it might be difficult at first, continuing to be productive will get easier over time. And here's what you're going to want to do. You need to follow a consistent routine. That consistent routine is going to greatly benefit you, especially, especially if you're working from home. Your daily schedule should be unique to you. But here's some tips for you to start building out your plan. First, wake up at the same time each day. You have no idea of how important that is. Once you start varying the time of day that you're getting up, you're never going to ever be able to be consistent with a routine. When you are up, don't open the social media or don't go online right away. You want to start with some exercise or stretching and follow that up by a shower. Fresh, clean, ready for your productive day. And by all means, make sure you have breakfast. And whatever your method of caffeine intake might be, whether it's a morning coffee or like me, I actually prefer the, the monster drinks. And I know, I know, I know. Okay, I, can hear, I can hear my listeners already telling me how unhealthy that is for me, but it doesn't matter. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life, so I got to pick my poison to get my caffeine. And for me, it's monster. Once you've had that morning coffee, or monster, set your daily goals, make your plans. I call it sharpening the axe. If you if you were given a week to cut down a big forest, you'd probably want to spend about four days sharpening your axe. Well, if you want to be productive, set down your daily goals and make your plans right after that coffee. Then get to work, okay? 
Now, if you're like me and you have a dedicated workspace in your home that's just for work, you're going to head over to there, you're going to start working. Now, make sure, though, to take some breaks. It's no good to sit in your workspace for eight hours and just, you know, be working constantly. You want to take breaks. I actually will take a break and just walk around the outside of the house. I'll go out to my my swimming pool and walk out there. I'll go out front and just walk around a little bit. I'll I'll grab the, the mailbox key and go get my mail. I'm taking breaks. I'll go into the house. I say into the house because my home office, it's uh, it's actually separated from the rest of the house but connected by our garage. So I can literally walk through the garage into my home, give my wife a hug, spend some time talking to her, but I'm taking a break. Okay, I'm not working every single minute. Then the other thing you want to try to do is finish at the same time every day. Now, some people are going to say, but Todd, you know, I've got a, I've got a project. I got a website I'm working on. I got this. I got that. I got the other thing. And I want to work until I want to work till three in the morning today. Well, that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying you, you can't do that. I'm just saying that if, if you really want to get that life balanced down, you know, whatever it is in your situation, try to finish at the same time every day. Now, by following the same routine every day, you're going to have an easier time staying productive. When you start going through your steps, your brain will start getting into this work mode. And it would be gradual, but it's going to happen. And this process allows you to become more focused instead of just throwing yourself into your work whenever. So if you want to be a solopreneur full-time, then you're going to need to treat your schedule accordingly. In short, the best way to do this is with a consistent routine. Everybody with me now? Consistent routine. The next thing you want to do is kind of get organized. You know what? You're going to want to organize pretty much everything in your life, all right? It's much easier to work when you're surrounded by a neat environment. Now, understand this is coming from somebody who didn't learn this for many decades. I used to work in in a controlled chaos, and if someone wanted to move something on my desk, I just absolutely lost it because I knew where everything was on my desk. However, you will want to organize everything, all right? Make plenty of lists. You're going to want to work on essential tasks first and then work your way down to smaller ones. It's easier to do this when you're organized. And it helps to use your own project management system. I'd said before, Asana is one that I use. As a solopreneur, you want to manage all of your projects effectively. In doing so, it's going to keep you on task and also prevent you from forgetting about projects You know that you might be doing for different people or, or whatever. It's going to keep you organized. Your system should always be one that's designed for the way you operate. Start by building a structure that you can follow every day. If it doesn't feel like it's working, then do not be afraid to switch it up. After all, this is your plan. You need to make it work for yourself. If you got too much going on to get organized, maybe you need a virtual assistant because it sounds like they're going to be able to help you, all right? By freeing up your time, They allow you to build a stronger daily structure that will work for you. It's also important. No, it's essential. Let's say that. It's essential that you set goals for yourself and for business. Once you complete one major goal, it will be easier to move on to the next one right away, increasing your productivity. And there are good ways to set goals and ways that you're going to want to avoid. You should always set goals that are achievable. If you cannot meet your goals, you're going to become discouraged, and this can easily lead to drops in your productivity. 
Achievable goals include daily, weekly, and monthly goals. To set an achievable goal, I'll give you an easier to remember this. It's called SMART. This stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Revelant, and Time, period. You want your goals to be specific. For, for instance, have a daily goal of starting work on time or earning a certain amount of revenue in one day. Then you're going to want to check in with your weekly goals and so on. By setting these specific goals, you will know the exact standards to consider the goal complete. When we're vague, it can be difficult to know when we're done with a task. Next, your goal needs to be measurable. Saying, I want to earn more money this month than the last is fine, but how much more do you want to earn? You know, a better goal would be, I want to earn $2,000 more this month in revenue. That way, you know when you've completed the goal, right? When you've hit the mark. Plus, it's going to be easier to figure out exactly what you have to do to accomplish that goal. Remember, all goals should be attainable. Don't say, uh, I want to make an extra million dollars next month. And unless you have a really, really, really good plan on how to accomplish that. An attainable goal is something you can reasonably accomplish. While having high goals is great, you want to save those for the long term. Keep your current goals simple. And is your goal relevant? Think about your business focus, what you want to achieve. All of your goals should revolve around your business and improving your professional skills. Finally, always add a time period to your goals. That way you can strive to complete them while they are relevant to you. Plus, this increases productivity and prevents you from skipping important goals. Make sure that you're staying productive especially working out of the house. As a solopreneur, you're likely going to be working from home. There is a big difference between an office environment and a home office. It can be normal to take some time to adjust. Here's some tips that will allow you to be more productive or actually even stay productive at home. Separate the work and home spaces. I just explained how my home office is pretty well separated from my entire house, like a casita. Make sure you stick to a routine. So important. And keep your work area neat. I don't care what your justifications are for working in a pigsty. Keep it neat. And always mute your phone. Put that sucker on mute and put it on your desk face down. Remove any other distractions you have. And then if you're having a slow day, just push through it. Push through those slow days. And make sure you keep a planner or a calendar. I love the, the uh, Google Calendar. That's connected to my Gmail account. Everything seems to integrate into it really nice. And make sure that you're taking those short breaks we talked about. And as you're going through your day, as you think of things that can make you more productive, keep some notes. You know, we're all guilty of going back to work when we have a good idea. Did you come up with like a great blog post when you were outside of your working hours? Well, make note of it. Then come back to it the next day. Solopreneurs need to have a strong work-life balance to stay productive. Now, remember, the definition of that's going to be different for everybody. But whatever it is for you, you have to have one to stay productive. So if you keep going back to work, you're going to lose your routine and you're also eventually going to lose your motivation. Instead, just always carry a notebook and pen with you. Whenever you have an idea, jot it down. Use your phone to take notes. And remember, it doesn't have to be organized in any way, shape, or form. Just a small book that you can record your business ideas or your plans in it when, when the inspiration strikes. And remember, if you don't want to carry anything else with you, you can always just use the notepad app on your phone. Finally, 
Everyone has different productivity hours. Some of us are most productive in the morning. Others are night owls or prefer to do most of their work around the middle of the day. Everyone's different. I'm the night owl, okay? I'll do mornings if I have to. If I get scheduled on someone else's podcast and it's a 7 a.m. thing, like, oh, okay, if that's what we have to do, I'll do it. But I'm pretty much hit my stride around 1 o'clock in the afternoon and I can work all through the evening if I had to. I'm a night owl. But by working when you're the most productive, that's when you're going to get a lot more done. Makes sense, right? So if you're not a morning person, don't try to make yourself work in the morning. Just set your work-life balance so that you can work when you're most productive. Because plus, you know, it's not going to feel like you're forcing yourself. However, you first need to learn when your productive hours are. So I suggest you keep track of when you feel motivated, you know, over the period of a few weeks. And if that data shows that you're productive outside of your working hours, then change your schedule. Remember, we want to get the consistency thing down, but we also have to finish or we have to determine what those hours are to be able to be consistent with them. So take some time to do that because you're going to most likely enjoy working during that other time much more. And this is one of the most significant benefits that comes with being your own boss. If the 9 to 5 doesn't work for you, change it. As a solopreneur, you can be productive on your own time. If you find that you're putting off a large project that you need to work on, try starting a small task first. Once you've completed it, it's going to be much easier for you to move on to the next task. Being productive can be difficult to start, but once you get it going, it's even harder to stop. You just feel so good about what you're accomplishing that you want to do even more. Now, some small tasks can include responding to emails or checking your your brand's social media or even writing a short post. Immediately after finishing these short tasks, move on to the big project. And you should notice a difference in your willingness to get started. These small tasks, oh, they should take maybe 10 minutes at most to complete. And if you're doing them for motivation, you don't want them to distract from the large project that needs to be completed. Let's talk about networking. Networking for success, because networking is one of the most important tasks that you will do as a solopreneur. By networking, you're going to be improving your traffic, conversions, and audience awareness. These are the benefits of building a strong network. More referrals, new clients. You're going to meet more solopreneurs. You get to establish a professional presence, and you're going to build your skills and experience. One of the easiest ways to start building your network is to attend conferences and seminars. Any workshop setting where you know there will be other solopreneurs is the perfect place to start. These events are perfect for talking with other people in your field. Now, by attending, you're going to be connecting with others and building professional relationships, which can easily lead to strong networks. You want to build a community that can help your business grow, and the best way to do that is to simply put yourself out there. Next, once you have a small network started, you're going to want to branch it out. And you can ask other solopreneurs to introduce you or provide you with contact information. Another way to build a strong network is to join an organization. And there's plenty of groups that you can find online as well as in your local area. But as a solopreneur, you should already have a social media account created for your business. You can easily use this account to connect with others and strengthen your network. Platforms like uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they're perfect for this. 
To start, ensure that your profile is up to date and that your business has been posting content often. And here's some social media tips for your profile. Check that whenever you post a link, it actually works. If you're going to use hashtags, make sure they're relevant. And respond to comments in a timely manner. That is, that's excellent engagement for you. So when someone makes a comment, make sure you respond to it in a timely manner. Make sure that your contact info is easy to see. Wherever you want them to reach out to you, make sure it's they can easily find it. All images should follow your brand identity along with the color themes that you've developed. A solopreneur's social media page always needs to be updated. You're going to want to check in on it often during your working hours to make sure you're not missing out on any networking opportunities. If someone reaches out to you, you will want to respond as soon as you are online. So social media, it's an amazing networking tool, and you're going to want to utilize it to its full potential. Now, if you don't have the time to dedicate to social media management, you can always outsource this task. Social media managers or a virtual assistant will be able to help you greatly on this front. And please realize that we're talking about using the social media for your business, not just getting on there to scroll, scroll, scroll and waste time. It has to benefit your business. Another essential part of networking includes building your audience. To do this online, you need to do the following with your brand social media. You have to add quality content regularly. You have to engage your audience with content. You have to interact with them, comment, like the posts, post content that's relevant, and try even social media advertising. There's a lot of good programs out there that will help you get the word out faster, of course, for a price. Try making videos. Try doing a podcast. Develop your content marketing strategies, and by regularly posting and engaging with your audience, you're going to notice more people interacting with your brand. As your audience grows, so does your exposure, which is excellent for business networking. You want to create and upload content that people will want to share, which means you need to spend a good amount of time on it. And there's content creation studios out there, you know, who will make videos for you. I mean, there are also plenty of writing and graphic design freelancers who would be able to assist you in creating all kinds of content. And if you have the time, you can also make the content yourself. You're going to want to make sure that everything you post under your brand's name is high quality, and compelling. Many solopreneurs who are starting out will make a majority of the content themselves until they can afford to outsource more of their work. So expect that. Right now, if your wallet can't get it done, you're going to have to do it. Next, you're going to want to conduct research into your audience. You need to determine who your target demographic is and then go from there. You know, who's your ideal customers? You're going to want to use analytics to see who's responding the most to your social media content. Analytics tools can be used to see what sorts of people are viewing your pages. You can then use that information to build ideas and content that's tailored to them. By conducting your research, you're going to benefit your traffic levels. Plus, conducting research into your audience will help you greatly with networking. You will have the background information needed to meet new professionals and expand your business online. So research for your business is something that you want to put a lot of effort in. You might even want to consider talking with business consultants or an SEO expert. These pros will know how, specifically, how to help you conduct research into your audience. Next, think about actually making this networking kind of fun because many solopreneurs hate networking. 
But it can be fun, okay? If you feel excited about meeting with people, they will have a better impression of you. You might even want to talk about business plans over dinner or host your own events. No matter what you decide to do, you can always have a nice time networking. And if you're passionate about your business, it will show. You can consider hosting events that revolve around your business focus and encourage others to ask questions about what you do. At the end of the day, make sure that you network in a way that's comfortable for you. Networking events, they they don't have to feel like work. You simply need to meet with people and discuss your business, which means you have room to make it a fun event. We're going to call that a wrap for today. Thank you so much for spending some time with us learning about how to be a successful solopreneur. And we'll put out the next part within the next week or so. Thanks so much.